It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor last night? This is the only fun Survivor podcast. My name is Jake Scheidel. Each week I ask my best friend, Thomas Powell, if you did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, how you doing this afternoon? Jake, are you ready for some football? I could make time for it. What's going on? Uh, I don't know if you've heard about this, but there's a certain, there's a big game that's going on tonight. Big game. I have plans in, I wouldn't say big plans. I would say I have, I have uh, some ornithological plans with a superb owl, though. So I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it to this big game. What's the game? Good stuff. Uh, It's, you know, there's a little football game uh, that they're um, going to play uh, as the opener to a big Usher show that's going to be uh, going on tonight. So I did not know And then know I guess had... maybe they play some more football after that. I did, n- I did not realize that the NFL was employing Ushers now to their games. That's so exciting. Yeah, they don't just help you to your seats anymore. Yeah. The games are going to be so much more orderly. Because... Would you agree that football is kind of theater on grass? And that's why yeah. we need ushers. If you think about it, yeah. It's kind of like drag, if you think about it. It really is because you're performing for an audience. You're performing gender in front of an audience for adoration, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> is that <laughs> me, what? me trying to say football is camp is what is finally going to get me canceled. <laughs> uh. I think they should call um, the MVP trophy at the Superb Owl game uh, the best boy. Best boy means a different thing in movies than it does in football. But in football, it means you're the best boy. You did the most touchdowns, caught the most balls, uh, tackled the most other boys. Yeah, they should definitely give you a trophy for tackling the most boys. Why not? What else are they doing? It's not like there's a limit on gold they can produce. This trophy goes to tonight's most perfect boy. Thank you. Thank you all. Patrick Mahomes owns the NFL I saw on X.com, the everything app. So that's pretty exciting. I didn't know he had that much money. I feel like he's got all the You win multiple Super Bowls. You got all the money in the damn world. Look at Tom Brady. I Yeah, but like the NFL is an organization, right? It seems like a bad idea to give one employee so much money that they could buy your organization. Who is this, The Rock and WWE? Yeah, Patrick Mahomes is going to politic his way. He actually already did politic his way into the Super Bowl. Travis now Kelsey we'll and Taylor Swift. Way going over. Do you think Taylor Swift is going to be an usher at the Super Bowl? And that's why she's going to be Almost certainly. Do you think that she can fly all the way from Tokyo to Las Vegas? Holy shit. I can't believe I forgot where the superb owl habitates. I'm going to see... Uh, owl population of Las Vegas. This is why people tune into the show, right? Yeah, they, these are, this is the kind of important reporting that we do that you can't get anywhere else. Okay, so I did find a... Uh, oh my god, they're so cool. Okay. Okay, we need to get into the actual show because I just made a... What do they call it in football? An audible... For a later segment. But before we get into that, Thomas, I have to ask you, did you watch Survivor China last night? 
Jake, I did. And one of the episodes it was we watched the first week's episode we watched the first episode we watched this week's the first episode we watched this week was called Going for the Oscar. What do you think of that episode title? Pretty good. Uh, Oscar season is coming up, you know. Yeah, you perfect got? timing. Who you got? Who you got going for the Oscar? Who do you think should um, should take home Oscar gold? I think best boy should be Leonardo DiCaprio, as is every year since 1996, and best girl should probably be Io Dibere. Okay, She's been doing a lot yeah. recently. Yeah, definitely. There was something. Uh, I think we're at the point now where she might be. It's like, look, I, I don't want any, anybody to turn down work, but I think we're getting into the like Iowa Debris and stuff that's not good anymore. Uh oh. We're getting some paycheck jobs. That's hey, fine. You know what? Good for, that's good fine. for her. I'm happy for her. I've yet to watch her SNL, but I'm hoping she wears a hat in it from the hat pack. Um, yes, I would absolutely love that. Um, Anyway. I think that there's definitely like a sitcom plot that you could do. This seems like it'd be like a 30 rock joke or something where like somebody says, it's like, I think I might be taking home Oscar gold tonight. And it's just a guy named Oscar gold. They're talking <laughs> about trying to sleep with. I could definitely see like Jenna. Jenna Maroney saying that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this episode first aired December 6, 2007. How old would you have been December 6, 2007, Thomas? Uh, I would have been 16 years old. As would have I. What was the number one movie this weekend? First weekend right. of December. First weekend of December. Was it a Christmas movie? Mm, I don't think it was a Christmas movie, but based on the poster, it does look cold. It's like a chilly place. Okay. You got any other hints for me? It was the first and only movie in a proposed trilogy. Is it like the Golden Compass? It is the Golden Compass. Yeah, let's go. Um, my my final hint because uh, uh, Nicole Kidman is in it. You know, I was gonna say somehow his materials feel dark in a place like this because it's from his dark materials. The, his dark materials thing. Yeah, the problem, the reason they didn't get another movie is because Lin Manuel Miranda wasn't in it. So they fixed that later, though. Well, he was only a baby boy then, and now he's a baby man. And we're all so proud of him. Hamilton. So proud. Other things. Uh, a Disney movie, probably. Okay, yeah. so camp, they celebrate making it to the final six. They continue to hang out in the cave because of the rain. We love the cave. No crying in the cave. No talking in the cave. Uh, at the reward challenge, they have to navigate through a maze blindfolded with their loved ones. How nice is that? Very nice. You, you you love that. You love when the loved ones show up. I, I'm I'm like Jeff, but instead of loving love, I love loved ones. <laughs> uh, when Todd's sister comes out and hugs Todd, Jeff says, "That's a hug." <laughs> That's a hug. Weird thing to say, Jeff. You don't need to comment on <laughs> everything. I also liked when uh, Courtney's dad came out. He is not wearing shorts, and he says, I'm English. I don't do shorts. And Courtney just excitedly goes, he's English. Yeah, I, w I was very into uh, Courtney's weird dad. Yeah. 
what a surprise that Courtney has a fun, cool dad that doesn't do shorts. Uh, yeah. Honestly, I was kind of surprised. I thought that maybe like I, I was glad that like I could see Courtney being someone that has like a fraught relationship with her dad. And I'm glad that she just has a weird dad that she really loves. Yeah. Uh, the winners of this get a boat trip, a big meal, and also get a phone call via Sprint. Ever heard of them? Uh, no, but I, I've heard that they're uh, known for their reliability. So you haven't heard of Sprint, but you have heard what they're known for? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I know of them. I don't really know them. Fair enough. <laughs> Amanda and her sister implement a bird calling strategy in the challenge. I hated this. I said, vote yeah, her out immediately. Been disqualified. <laughs> this shit sucked. <laughs> he should have done an impromptu tribal council mid-challenge and said, Amanda, we can't do that. That's inappropriate. Get out of Jeff here. Just being like, Amanda, too annoying. She's out. <laughs> Jeff should get final say on who's allowed on the yeah. show anymore. Why are you doing all that? <laughs> you don't need to do that. Uncool. Uh, Denise and her husband win. They bring Todd and his sister and Amanda and her sister. Denise loves sisters. Uh, they eat at the reward, and Amanda shrieks when she sees chocolate cake, which was also annoying, but honestly, same. I love a chocolate I don't cake. Get, I, I don't get what it is with people and just regular-ass chocolate cake. It's not that good. Um, it's a wild Better cake out there, people. I want you to see in yourselves what I see in you, which is having better taste in cake. Okay, rank your cakes. Top three. Uh, three to one. Number one. No, three cake. to one. God damn it. Three. Okay, fine. Three. Well, no, you've already ruined it. Okay, fine. Three. German chocolate cake. <sighs> okay. Two. Trace Leche's cake. Okay. One. Carrot cake. Fine. Fine. Three for me. I can't believe. Okay. Countdown. Three. Uh, carrot cake. Good call. Two. Chocolate cake. Three. No, one. <laughs> Three again. <laughs> Three again. Carrot cake. I do think it's really good and it deserves some recognition. <laughs> Number one with a bullet. Double chocolate cake. God, this is oh. terrible. And you, were, you, were, you started off so well, and then you just. <laughs> a double chocolate cake with, like, chocolate chips and then, like, a, a nice, heavy, dark chocolate. Boring. Uh, ganache. Oh, I love a ganache. Boring. Boring? What's boring about delicious chocolate cake? You love German chocolate cake, but not regular chocolate cake. Yeah, because it has, like, so the variation in the flavor. Thomas Love. Okay. You don't need variation in the flavor unless it's variation between different types of yeah, chocolate. Yeah, no, it's va variation in the flavor. It's got a little, like, there's some extra texture with the coconut, which I like. They're so big on texture. Thomas hates, here's a, here's a true statement about my best friend, Thomas Powell. He hates mushrooms because of the texture. Can you believe that? The That's a common thing. Yeah, I know, but still. I wish it weren't true. There's a lot of stuff that I, if I could get past it, there's a lot of dishes that I'd like to eat, but unfortunately I can't, so. Well, you actually eat the plate. The <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd <laughs> eat the whole damn plate. 
<laughs> Whatever, who cares? At camp, they questioned Todd no, for enough. No, my hungry ass eating the damn plate. I can't think question Todd for announcing his sister's miscarriage. I agreed with them on this. That was a weird thing for Todd to do on national yeah, television. Yeah, it was. A, I think you. I think you could have just been like, maybe he thought because he was on TV, he like had to. I don't know, but I was like, you don't need to tell. Like, you don't have to tell them. That's not well. You could just say it's a family issue. It's also. It's also, also be- why the fuck did Jeff ask? Yeah, I was. I was gonna say it's also because of Jeff Pripest. And I don't call him Jeff yeah. Probst anymore because he was prying. He, he loves prying. Uh, they it's a all... gossipy bitch. Jeff, what does gossip mean to you? What is his relationship with gossip? Yeah. I would love to see Jeff Probst on normal gossip. Uh, they all uh, come back to camp after the reward. Todd recognizes that people may have questioned his sincerity. Denise apologizes to PG for not taking her on the reward. I felt so bad for PG this entire season. Yeah, I mean, she is kind of a whiner, but like she was given reason to whine for sure. Yeah, I I just like there were so many opportunities for her to like really cherish her time here that she would have appreciated it, it seemed more than anybody else. Uh, even Denise, who knows karate. Uh, and she so rarely got to take in those opportunities, especially with her dad. Like, I can't imagine. Yeah, it was a bummer. I liked Lawrence. I would have liked to have seen her and Lawrence hanging out more. Yeah, Blood versus Water 3. Let's do it, Jeff. Uh, I think <laughs> it really was she just didn't cultivate the relationship she needed, you know? And, like, that's not always the person's fault that it doesn't happen that way, but I, I yeah. think people just didn't like her like that. It's unfortunate. At the immunity challenge, they have to answer true or false questions and then walk through a swamp and unlock locks. PG wins this one. Hell yeah. You know, I like the people who are against PG, obviously. Um, but I also like PG, so I'm, I'm happy to see that she's winning. Like, it's uh, a shame Charlie that PG Shane. didn't get to be the head of an alliance of 13 called the PG-13. <laughs> Yeah, that's really a shame. I feel like Wouldn't that have been great. What a missed opportunity. <laughs> that's why she came back at, on second chances. She was like, I got to get to the merge <laughs> and get all 13 people on my side. Oh, it's so funny. Like there were so many cuts early in that game that were obviously returning players. And but because it was like my first season that I watched, I just didn't. There's a lot of people that I've seen on old seasons that I didn't put together were on there. Well, she she was a pretty early cut, right? Uh, yeah, I don't think she made it as far as people were hoping, um, but I would, maybe it's just recency bias for us, but I would love to see her play again. I, she's yeah, I like PG. Such a fun character on the show. Um, it seems obvious that they all vote for Eric, but Eric is targeting Todd because nobody trusts him. So Denise becomes the swing vote. Whose side are you on here, Eric or Todd's? Um, I, I honestly, I think they're both acting in their best interest and I like them both. Okay. So I didn't really have like a strong preference here. I was willing to just see how it played out. You're just hoping they both have fun out there. Yeah. I just want everybody to play a good, clean game. Well, Jeff plays a good, clean game at tribal council when he introduces the jury, but I think they should be called more like the j- 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 jury because Jamie, Sean Robert and James on the jury. So it's. <laughs> Jury, it's pretty funny. Uh, Real missed opportunity. Yeah, 
Uh, PG just makes, like the PG thirteen. They should redo the whole season. They should redo the whole season, but everybody starts on the same beach, and there's no tribe, so she can get thirteen people on her side at once. It's gonna be hard to do when there's only max ten people on a tribe at one time. Yeah, occasionally the merged people has thirteen. I thought it was weird that they did a tribe swap where five people from one tribe went to the other one. They had to do PG-13. We have to do this. They just, they eliminate the first two people from whatever the opposing tribe is. And then Jeff's just like, all right, you guys are now, the other five of you are absorbed into this other tribe uh, to make up the PG-13. And PG is like, uh, all right, what are we going to call a tribe name? BG thirteen, and then it's a great. Oh, and then their their tribe color is green, and their tribe flag <laughs> is the PG thirteen emblem at the bottom of a preview, yes. and all of oh, the I tribe competitors' names are written out like the in the font that's like this is approved for all audiences, but it's everybody's name in white. <laughs> Jeff, if you're listening, and I know that you are, this is a million dollar opportunity. Don't let it pass you by. It's a PG-13 million dollar opportunity. Uh, do you think he's made 13 million dollars in his life? <laughs> no. Do I think I've made 13 million dollars? Do you think Jeff Pripes has made 13 million dollars? Yes, Jeff Pripes is absolutely. I bet he makes like 13 million dollars a damn season. I mean, he makes 13 dollars a damn day. <laughs> Wow, that's not what I meant. How impressive. That's not what I meant to say. Uh, <laughs> PG makes the argument for somebody to jump to her and Eric's side. Uh, Todd says, yes, he does trust people here, which was obviously a message to our good lunch lady friend, Denise. Um, so Eric's voted out four to two over Todd. Were you sad to but, see you know, him go? I was... I was sad to see him go, but I like everybody that's left. So I, you know, somebody had to go. Yeah. Okay. So the second episode we call, we watched this week was called Hello, I'm Still a Person. Good title, I think. I agree. Uh, speaking of the number 13, this first aired December 13th, 2007. How old would you have been December 13th, 2007? Uh, I would have been 16 years old. Classic. Same. Uh, what was the number one movie this weekend? Sorry to say the Golden Compass only lasted one week. The Bare Naked Ladies of movies. Not like the, uh, the was it a either. Christmas movie this time? No. But it does star a family man. Or at the time he was viewed as a family man. Um... This movie is also based on a book, as was the last one. Uh, this man is no longer a family man. He's now mo- more known as uh, slapping somebody in the face. Oh, is it Seven Pounds? Dog. It's not Seven Pounds, but you got the Damn right it. actor. This movie also stars a dog, and that's basically all the people in it. Oh, is it... Um. Oh, what the fuck is the name of this one? It's like a post-apocalyptic one. Yes. Um, how would you describe, do you remember how I described the movie Beowulf, what it was based on? Yeah. What did I say? 
You said it was based off of like an old poem, right? I don't think I said old. What's another word? For old. Like an ancient? Mm, you're getting closer. What's another word for ancient, Mr. Thesaurus? Ugh. God, everybody, everybody listening already knows the right answer to this movie. It's so annoying because I know what the movie is. Um, okay, so this Will Smith movie, uh, maybe Will Smith was wearing a uh, oh, name okay. tag it's, in it. It's I am, it's I am Legend. That's, That's what right. it is. That's right. Yeah. Beowulf. I knew it was I Am Something, but I, the only thing that kept coming up was another movie that was way less successful in my brain, and it just kept being I Am Number Four, a movie that I have not <laughs> seen, and I don't know why I remember it. I don't think that stars Will Smith either. No, it sure doesn't. I would, I would have loved if I Am Legend had been called I Am Old. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the old poem Beowulf. No, the legendary poem Beowulf was the hint I was trying to get you to guess, but... Um, obviously we, we got there eventually. Uh, okay. So PG says she feels like an outsider, uh, at the reward challenge. They have to shoot crossbows at each other's name, but they distribute arrows based on how much they like each other. Great challenge. Bring it back. Yeah, this was, it was fun. I mean, like we say this every challenge It's just like, this is good. They should yeah. do stuff like this. Whoever ran challenges in Survivor China uh, should be running challenges to this day. And it's probably yeah. the same guy. I think he may have just gotten lazy. Because, uh, you know, nobody wants to work anymore, least of all Survivor. It's true. Yeah, they quite quit making challenges. Uh, Courtney wins it for Denise, who obviously brings Courtney along, as well as Todd. They go to the Great Wall of China. Hmm. PG was very unhappy about this. I was going to say, if you were Denise, obviously you have to pick Courtney because she won the whole thing for you. But you're given the opportunity to bring one more person. And there's one person who is like really, really wants to take a lot from the Chinese culture of this experience. And you also you want just to talked win about, over. Like, that you just had a conversation with them, too, about how they were mad, right? Wasn't that last yeah, episode that they yeah. had a conversation? Wouldn't, wouldn't you guys want to... Get your uh, get on the same page and have this bonding moment. Maybe you could swing the game back in your favor. Uh, no, they they pick Courtney and Todd because we like Courtney and Todd. Um, back at camp, Amanda is sad that she's not chosen. Bad couple episodes for Amanda. I used to like Amanda, but I just not not good episodes for her. I'm uh, still largely neutral on Amanda. I don't have. Every time Amanda's there, I'm like, oh, yes, Amanda. She's yes. on this season. Uh, she is sad that she is not chosen and asks PG why she doesn't like her. Uh, and then they bond. They go foraging for fruit together. They get fish together. They make a risotto with a wine, red wine reduction. Pretty nice. Meanwhile, Denise. Yeah, that sounded pretty good. Yeah, right? <laughs> This is the food they're making on the beach on, like, day 33. Yeah, sounds pretty good. Um, yeah, one of the only times in Survivor history that that's happened. On the reward, they take a PJ to the Great Wall of China. Todd does his flight attendant spiel for them. Very fun stuff. They get food, but don't know how to eat it. L luckily, there was, was a like a hot pot type of thing, right? Yeah. And there was somebody there explaining it to them. Um, it seemed pretty straightforward. I mean, again... Yeah. 
maybe maybe there was just like white people weren't going to this stuff as much back in the early 2000s but like if you've ever been to like a hot pot place or like a korean barbecue place that's got like an open uh grill or whatever like it's pretty self-explanatory that just you have some uncooked meat you throw it in there it gets cooked it's good yeah i feel like maybe they should have maybe not voted out jean robert so they could uh he could have communicated oh he would have known he would have known like, oh, yeah, I did this in high school when I took Mandarin class. You know Jean Robert would have eaten the whole damn plate, too. <laughs> God. Jean Robert would have eaten the whole damn hot pot. That's not a hungry boy. Yeah, he would have picked it up and, like, shaken it into his mouth. Uh, very much a tangent. Uh, but do you ever say things to yourself just to make yourself laugh? Like, do you have f- phrases that you just repeat to yourself occasionally? Oh, you know it. Uh, do you have an example? Um, I feel like it's contextual. I don't have like a specific one that I say all the time. I don't know. Uh, I do. Sometimes it'll just be like something from something gets stuck in my head. Like Mm, mm. there's a, there is a very, um, goofy thing someone did where they were playing the original half-life with some of their friends in like VR. And so they ended up just making it like a really long extended bit. And uh, one of the parts of it, the guy playing the security guard in the game uh, at one point is trying to convince someone to go somewhere. And he's like, they got Blu-ray in there. You should go in. And he goes, do you like HD DVD, idiot? Or do you like Blu-ray, friend? <laughs> and that, that gets stuck in my head sometimes. Um, I always say to myself, whenever I'm hungry, because we were just talking about Jean Robert being a hungry boy. Uh, whenever I'm especially hungry, I just say to myself. I'm a hungry boy. Got to make myself a hungry man. I've never had a a hungry man. Is that what the brand is called? Hungry man? Yeah, hungry, hungry man hungry, dinners. Hungry, hungry. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what that food is. I just know it's a thing that men eat. Um, but I think it, it's it is funny. really funny. I feel like I don't see advertisements for this anymore, but I feel like the advertisements for hungry man dinners were always like a good, but like not you know, like super masculine. Like, I, I think there was one where it was like a guy was eating quiche and he's like, whoa. And then it's like, you could eat this frozen dinner instead. It's like, this is for people that have never had quiche. Quiche is fucking delicious. Quiche is probably one of the greatest foods that's ever existed. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a delicious egg pie. Who, who wouldn't want that? I love Wait, the Who egg. would want that? When, who, why would you want that when you could have like Salisbury steak, you know? <laughs> uh, so... Amanda tells PG that Denise has been a puppet this whole time and may be open to taking out Todd or Courtney. Interesting, is it not? Interesting things how it's shaking out. How things are shaking Very out. Very interesting. Uh, at the reward, Todd brings up what happens if PG wins immunity. It's a good thing to talk about, huh? Don't you think? Yeah, I mean, these are important conversations to have. Courtney says she and Todd are the devil incarnate. Agree or disagree? Agree. You think they're the bad guys? Do you think they should have both been on uh, Villains on the Heroes vs. Villains tribe? Absolutely. Uh, One of them was, but the other one was not. The other one has yet to Yeah, wasn't it Courtney? Wasn't Courtney on there? Yeah, she unfortunately did not last as long as we all would have liked to see. She had a great relationship with Sandra. Didn't she have an issue with um, uh, our favorite guy from um, 
from Gabon, uh, Randy? Um, probably. Uh, they are, they definitely seem like two people that would not get along. Yeah, I, I I'm trying to remember because I feel like Randy didn't last long on that season. Either. No, he didn't. But Courtney at least made it to the merge. I I just remember Sugar and Randy not getting along. I often well they already didn't like each yeah. other, and also Sugar. Uh, I feel like Sugar's performance in that season is very similar to Tony's performance on uh, Game Changers, mm. where just like di- people were were not interested in what they had to offer, and they were eliminated very quickly. Also, didn't Sugar was like hitting on somebody a lot, and then got voted out, right? Yeah, and there's some um, behind the scenes work at play there. It sounds like um, I. I, I think Sugar's ousting in Heroes versus Villain, Villains is um, controversial to say the least. Interesting. I don't. I, I don't remember the this. exact story, but I don't. I think the her hitting on Colby thing was um, some sort of production interference, to say the least. I don't. I don't know the exact story, but people are suspicious of it. Anyway, uh, back to this season. Uh, they return from the reward and tell them all they had a hard time. Eating the food, which annoys PG. Again, I just really felt for PG. That would be like me going to Survivor Germany and all of the other people being like, oh, I didn't know how to eat the bratwurst and the really big pretzel. And there were so many mustards. What was I supposed to do? I would have been like, obviously, you dip them all in and decide, oh, I'm not that into any of these mustards. Do they have a cheese sauce? What's yours? Oh, this is like Thomas going on Survivor Ireland and being like, oh, you guys don't like potatoes? I love potatoes. Yeah, it's, it's exactly like that. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, at the community challenge, many pieces of previous challenges. I always like when they did this. Can't really do it anymore because every challenge is the same. Uh, first yeah, thing. it's a bummer, but yeah, it was fun. It was a nice amalgamation of uh, of stuff, and we got to see them throw shurikens again, which yeah. uh, you know I love that. First, they tossed the shurikens, great stuff. Second, they had to eat the balloons, uh, less great stuff. Don't ever like when they have to do that. Uh, third, they bounced the uh, ball on the drum. Still, one of my favorite challenges they've ever done, I think. And then fourth, they have to cut down the discs and do a puzzle. Um, I wish they would have done the freeze frame thing again for this one. Yeah, I agree. Uh, they uh, missed opportunity. So Amanda wins this one, and we're all so happy for Amanda. Everybody loves Amanda. Right? Amanda, please. That's what we were all saying watching this episode. <laughs> That's a callback. Uh, Amanda, speaking of, plans to target Todd with PG. Denise thinks that she can beat Todd in the end. Denise is like a water, a a pot of water that never quite boils, you know? Yeah, there's definitely like a winning game in there somewhere, and it just never quite got put together. Like, PG, Amanda, and Denise could have gotten together right here and taken out Todd, and then it's any of their games from that Which would be smart. It's one really of those smart. games that's frustrating because, like, Todd is playing very well and strategically, but, like, I feel like the one, anyone that that correctly wants to get him out just never can get the numbers they need. 
But everybody wants to get him out. They just could never agree when. Yeah, it's always weird. It's it does feel like one of those games where people think they're like not allowed to vote somebody out. Yeah, yeah. Like, Todd will get really mad if I vote him out. I feel like, like what are you doing? That uh, that sort of mindset always bothers you. Does it annoy you in this season? I mean, I'm not that annoyed with it because like there's not I feel like it's especially annoying when like it's in favor of somebody that I don't think is playing very well. But like I like everybody just fine on this season. And I think also just like everything around it is so good that like it can't bug me because it's not the only thing I'm focusing on. Speaking of bugs, let's talk about these wildlife shots. We got a spider, we got a bird, we got a fish, we got a monkey, a macaque, I think, technically, whatever. Uh, we got a snake, and we got the Chinese mitten crab. Why are they called the mitten crab, Thomas? Uh, is it because they um, have mitten-shaped uh, claws? Indeed, they do. And they're hairy, so they look even more like mittens. Uh, Chinese Michigan crab. That's very funny you say that. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you why later. Uh, how big are these crabs? Uh, I'm going to say they are four inches in diameter. They're about one to four inches. Very well done. Uh, do they live in freshwater or saltwater? I'm going to say freshwater because that's probably the thing that's funny. Uh, they, <laughs> they start their lives in freshwater, but then they'll go out to saltwater to mate. So this is a trick question is what I'm hearing. That's I would have right. been right either way. Yes. If that's how you want to view it, that's correct. Uh, they only breed once in their lifetime. Why? Uh, do they die immediately after they breed? Uh, as Wikipedia phrases it, because the journey to breed for crabs is so great. And I, um, I assume they mean arduous. But it sounds, when they use the word great, it sounds like it's just a thrilling time. Yeah, I, I went on a really long trek, and I had the best sex of my life at the end. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you Totally already, worth it. <laughs> I finally scored. <laughs> uh, you already hinted at it, but what happens to them after they breed? They probably die. They have very little, they have very little energy and begin to waste away. <laughs> type of shit I'm trying to be on. Right? I was going to say, like, the fucking same, honestly. <laughs> Left it all out on the court there. <laughs> where? It's like the, like, Michael Jordan flu game where he, like, collapses in the locker room. <laughs> exactly. Uh, where can they be found? Uh, I mean, I'm assuming they can be found in China. Yes, China, as well as um, parts of Korea in... On the coasts and in rivers, uh, what do they eat? Um, do they eat, like, bugs? Yeah, more or less. Snails, mussels, dead organic material, and fish. Worms as well. Um, it is considered a delicacy in parts of China, so much so that there are apparently counterfeits. I don't Interesting. Even, I don't even know how that is possible. I didn't read further into it, but... Glue some hair to the crab. <laughs> um, 
These can be found, yes, in Asia as well as where? Uh, I mean... Two other continents. Uh, Europe, maybe? That's one. Africa? That is incorrect. Do you want to guess again? Australia. Mm, wrong hemisphere. Guess again. Can they be found in North America? They can be found in North America. Uh, they also were have been um, introduced to the Great Lakes multiple times, but yeah. have uh, yet to create a substantial population in the area. Oh, that's a that's a real bummer. I yeah. mean, they're definitely doing it because they're like, look. You can show you can point to where you are on your damn claws while you live here. <laughs> exactly. They're like, this is perfect for us. I just wish it was hospitable. Uh, okay, so how do uh, how does this population of crabs rank? I'm gonna say uh, my first thought with them being like a delicacy is maybe they're they're like over farmed or something like that. But the fact that they have had enough to like make multiple attempts to introduce them elsewhere. And the fact that they're on three continents makes me say least concern. Um, I'll, I'll give you a, uh, some more info on, uh, them being in Europe and America. Uh, they cause a lot of damage. Do you want to guess again on where they, where they might rank? Okay. Are they like, uh, threatened maybe? Oh no! Sorry, you're going the wrong way. They're oh, they're invasive. They're okay. invasive. Yeah, they're considered invasive in America and Europe. Um, oh, I mean, it's good that they haven't been able to take hold in the Great Lakes. Then yeah, Great Lakes are great. Uh, you'd think they'd love the Great Lakes based on how they mate. Call them the Mate Lakes. I guess they don't have any salt water to go to. That might be what the problem is. Just go fucking get your own salt, bro. Like, you think we're, you can rely on us for everything? Take care of yourself. The salt truck's yeah, all over not, the place. <laughs> it's not my job to yeah. get salt water for you. Crabs are always like, oh, can you get me salt? Can you get me some Hey, neighbor, do you have some salt I could borrow? Fucking get your own salt, bro. Uh, Stop trauma dumping on me about your salt. <sighs> Tell me about it. Crabs are always trauma dumping. Um, oh, you know what? Okay, I'm glad we talked about those crabs, but I forgot I had said I called an audible. Um, we were going to talk about the owls, the superb owls around Las Vegas. Um, there's barn owls, uh, and then there's, there's other owls too. Uh, burrowing owl, flammulated owl, great horned owl, long-eared owl, northern shaw wheat owl, short-eared owl, western screech owl. Uh, but you're not going to find the barred owl, elf owl, or eastern screech owl in Las Vegas. Barred owls are top tier for me. Yeah, they're good. I agree. They're so fucking cute. They're a great owl. Uh, so at Tribal Council, Courtney complains about the food at the reward, which annoys PG further. It doesn't matter, though, because PG still voted out unanimously. Todd gets the uh, one vote not for her. Um, you know, RIP to a real one. Yeah. What can you say? Um, okay. Thomas, we are moving on to the next segment now. You know, this week we talked about, um, oh, the loved ones. This was the loved ones visit, right? 
talked about the love uh, ones yes, this was. week. So can you tell us the name of this week's quotes quiz? So nasty that it's probably somewhat of a travesty having me. Then he told the people you can call me your majesty. Good news. You have a celebrity relative. So let's see who it is. This should be fun. This is by XX Aurora Air X. Community contributor with 2,640 points. And their, uh, their avatar is a little frog. Uh, this should be fun. You said that already, right? I thought you were being yes. genuine when you said that. <laughs> I didn't realize you were reading something that Aurora said. The frog. Uh, pick a color. Purple, pink, burgundy, gold. Uh, burgundy. I pick a purple. I'm like Grimace. Not from Survivor, from McDonald's. God. Pick a food item. French fries, ice cream cone, tortilla chips with chili? Salsa, it looks like. That's probably salsa, not chili. There's some guac there, too. Oh, nice. And some sour cream. Wow. And the fixings. No meat, though, so there should probably be a rule against that. Uh, And a spaghetti dish, it looks like. Uh, I gotta go I'm taking the damn spaghetti. I'm taking the damn French fries. Freedom fries, excuse me. Forgot we're at war again. Uh, pick an animal you gravitate to. Tiger, lion, dog, pig. Go Lions. Fuck the other two football teams. Lions, rightful Super Bowl champ. Picking the lion. I'm going dog. Uh, who's the other football teams that aren't the Lions? Tigers? Uh, I actually was in a coma for a week, and I assume that the Lions uh, are in the Super Bowl today. Uh, yeah. Don't correct me. Uh, it's actually pronounced Superb Owl now. Oh, of course. Pick an item. Designer purse, classy jewelry, crew neck, Nike shoes. Ooh. Crew neck. Next question. I, uh, I guess I'll go for some Nike shoes. I don't think I own any Nike shoes. I think I wear Adidas shoes. Ooh, I recently switched back from my uh, winter boots to springtime regular time shoes, uh, which are some Adidas. Uh, pretty comfy stuff. This is a free yeah, ad they're, for they're a good brand. shoes. Also, love the three stripes. If they would like to sponsor us, I would gladly take uh, free stuff from them. Yeah. Or uptime. Anytime you want to send us some fucking uptime. I I had to drink a, a, a Rockstar Focus today because they don't sell uptime at my local Jewel Osco. Jewel Osco, if you want to sponsor us too, that would be great. Or Meyer. <laughs> I will gladly uh, advertise any product that I already use currently. So yeah, uh, what would you name your first daughter? Summer, Savannah, Julia, Zara. Oof. We get some better names. Five hundred days of Zara. Uh, I'll say Julia. Uh, after who? Um, wasn't there a Julia on Survivor? Yeah. Yeah, her. Um, God, no also, Julia Gulia from uh, The Wedding Singer. <laughs> oh, perfect. I'm going to say Zara because all of those other names don't seem decent. None of those were decent at all. I'm not a fan of Zara, so. Okay, well, that's Just actually my I disapprove that, of your choice. That's my daughter you're talking about? Can you read the next one? <laughs> yeah, well, maybe you should give her a different ass name then, huh? You okay, think about yeah. that? I'll, I'll call her Summer so every day you see her, you go, oh, another day of Summer. Oh, boy, we get more shit ass names. One of them in particular is terrible on this next one. What are they? <laughs> what would you name your first son? Liam, Jackson, Angel, or Jacob? Jacob, terrible. I know I would never pick that one. Awful. I 
I'm going to pick Jackson after Jackson, who got kicked off of Survivor episode one. <laughs> for lying about medication. What a wild thing to do. Oh, I know. I'm going to pick Liam after Liam Neeson. Oh, I thought you were going to say Liam Gallagher. I'm going to pick Jacob after uh, Jacob from Lost. No one else. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Ooh, pick a smoothie. <laughs> Yummy green smoothie, strawberry smoothie, mango smoothie, blueberry smoothie. Ooh. This is a tough choice here. Um, I'm going to go with strawberry. That's a good choice. Um, man, a mango smoothie does sound great, but I feel like it would be too sweet. Yummy green smoothie sounds tasty, but I feel like I'd get tired of it after like three sips. So I'm going to go with blueberry smoothie. I love a blueberry. That would be good. Jake, who is your celebrity relative? Kendall Jenner, you are definitely related to Kendall Jenner. Like, Kendall, you are practical and determined to make the people around you happy. So true, bestie. What did you get? I'm glad you picked one with very annoying celebrities to get, because mine is Haley Bieber. You're <laughs> definitely related to Haley Bieber. You two are both well-grounded and realistic. You're always willing to help a friend by giving amazing advice. I think we all know how good my advice is, so I'm definitely just like Haley. Uh, the funny thing is, I, um, I like test ran this quiz just to make sure it wasn't uh weird and just based on like the random answers i gave it told me kylie jenner I was like, what the f- who mm. <laughs> i didn't know there was a difference between the two but okay you're very entrepreneurial just like kylie oh my god do you feel like you need to be have like an entrepreneurial spirit to find a hidden immunity idol i think you do yeah i think it's a lot like starting a business if you think about it uh, speaking of uh, stupid things that people have said on reality shows, like, um, I don't know, my anxiety yeah, is on yeah. fleek. Did you yeah, want to talk yeah. about the traders? Let's go to Trader Joe. All that bad shit you eating is going to take a toll. They got some healthy food for you and it's full of low. I like the garlic pizza. My anxiety was on fleek watching this episode. Yes, let's talk about the traders. Hello. Okay. So remember, Phaedra and Parvati said. Hey, Peter, triple P traitors, Peter the traitor, could have been, uh, but Peter refused. Um, yeah, they could have been, this could have been P3 reload, just like uh, the game Persona 3 reload that I've been playing of late. It could be PG3. <laughs> yeah, yeah. this could have been a modern version of the PG-13 alliance that never was. But you know what? This is also what could have been, because Peter said no. Peter said no, which is wild. You're on the show The Traitors. As Ariel said uh, when we were watching an episode recently, it's not called The Faithfuls. Yeah, come on. Uh, okay, so let's talk he about... He said P3 renode, and I did not care for that. Alan Cumming is wearing a green hat. I don't know what kind of hat that is. I don't know what any kind of hat is except for a visor and a, what was the one that everybody made fun of when we were in high school? It was like a fedora. Fedora. Yeah. I also know what a fedora is called clearly, Uh, but this was neither of those. It was more like a felt thing that, crunched up on the top of his head what are those called hat guy uh i don't know it was giving sherlock i think is what i would say it was giving it sherlock. was giving sherlock holmes it was giving benedict cumberbatch sherlock especially it was not giving sherlock sherlock has a very specific hat 
Yeah, you know what? It didn't it have just, the ear that's, flaps. That's what it felt like to me, you know? That's what the vibes were. Sure, whatever. Um, he's also wearing a dark green speckled suit with pink tie and... Sorry, a pink shirt and the biggest bow tie of all time. It was more like a ribbon than a bow tie, really. It was great. Yeah, it though. was. Man, I love Alan. Yeah. He's so great. He really is. Uh, Peter urgently tells his Peter pals about the letter, but nobody else. Sandra shows them the numbers via the pool balls to the leftovers, as she calls them. Um, funny name for a, an alliance. The Leftovers, because that's the name of the show, remember? It's true. We like naming... What was it? Justin Theroux? Yeah. One of the remaining players? Ooh, I would watch Justin or Theroux. Or Kerry Coon? Yeah, I would watch either of them on The Traders. That would be good. Um, this reminded me of when Michaela did this with um, the rocks and the shells in Millennials vs. Gen X, if you remember that. And then she got voted out. I do remember that. So maybe Sandra gets voted out next, you know? Uh, they have to carry gold through the forest without springing any traps. Fun challenge. I liked this. It was funny yeah, to see people go this was We the normally traps. don't talk about them, but yeah, I like when they get traps sprung on them. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, Sandra and Kevin win the shields. Okay, so Sandra's not getting murdered, actually. CT finds a Now, I liked the... Um, I also liked the John Parvati uh, pairing that made it to the end as well. I yep. thought they were fun together. Yep, yep. I love John. John's great. I hope John wins. Uh, CT finds a prop shield in the castle and says, will this protect me? Uh, good stuff. I love CT also. I'm so glad he's still on the show. Man, imagine if it had been CT who got murdered night one and we had to stick with Johnny Bananas throughout this whole season. Oh, it would be so much worse. Ugh. I feel like a lot of people want to see Johnny Bananas take on the Kate role in season three where he like comes in halfway through the season. I don't know that I hate that idea. Uh, Ellen tells them they're going on a night outing and there's no round table. Instead, they each get to spare one person. What did you think of this twist? Uh, I thought it was kind of fun. Um, it does kind of feel like they're, somebody was saying that like the evolution of the gameplay is going too fast and the producers are like trying to adjust really quickly because like they can't. They're worried about the game getting out of control. So I think it's kind of fun that like this is still very much like a um, a game that's like finding its legs. Like everybody's kind of figuring out how to play it in real time. Yeah. Um, I saw somebody say in some apparently in some interview, Sandra was saying she had the game figured out um, and would like be given away, giving away the game too much if they put more of her scenes on camera, which is why she feels so under edited. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Um, Not surprising to me. One thing I was curious about with Sandra is I, do the braces work to her advantage or against it? I was kind of wondering, uh, probably to, I feel like Sandra's at her best her when teeth. she's underestimated and it does make uh, me take her slightly less seriously. That's a mistake. I feel like anybody who's not taking Sandra seriously is uh, making a grave mistake. I feel like it's... Oh, yeah, that's just what she wants. Yeah. She's got you right where she wants you. I feel like the producers made a horrible mistake. If they're worried about the game moving too fast, they probably shouldn't have gotten Parvati and Sandra on the same season. And Dan also, apparently. He was a big gamer and big brother. Too many strategic players. 
So this is um, mafia, right? This is just mafia on a bigger scale. Yeah, it's mafia or werewolf or whatever. Yeah. Uh, one of the things in that, in either of those games, is like there's a nurse, right, who can save somebody overnight if they choose to. Uh, yeah, there's typically cor- yeah some sort of role like that, if, or like in, I think there's like the oracle or something sure. in Werewolf. Um, I feel like they should implement something like that in season three. Uh, so there's a little more mystery because uh, it it does I don't know like this is becoming the Peter versus Parvati show, which is great. I'm really enjoying that, uh, but they also. They don't want to. They don't want the traders to steamroll the game, which seems like it could happen. But you know, y'all let poverty be a traitor. That was on you. You let Phaedra be a traitor. That was on you. Should have let it be CT, John, and MJ. <laughs> Imagine, man, MJ. MJ certainly is on the show. Talk about the flu game. People are being really mean to MJ because there was like a really bad screen cap of her. <laughs> She's like standing stock leggedy in these really baggy pants and ugly shirt. <laughs> it's just like a. Yeah, I know exactly what it was. Was it when she was outside the door? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Somebody just. Yeah, that's. I don't know. I, the MJ's fine. She just doesn't seem like a super active player. Yeah, agreed. I just think it was so funny. Somebody, somebody commented me when I have to I mean, the fact that I remember that outfit tells you all you need to know there. It was like a weird, like, sheer shirt that had, like, a Ed Hardy, like, Mm -hmm. cross pattern on it, and then some, like, big-ass cargo pants. Yeah. Um, the comment was me when I, uh, throw up in the middle of the night and wake up my parents. I thought that was pretty funny. Oh, of course, yeah, that that is a very I threw up posture, for sure. Oh, my God. Um... My niece and nephews, nephew and nieces stayed over last weekend, and I woke up at like 5 a.m. to just see my three-year-old nephew just staring at me. What's up, buddy? What do you need? Didn't need anything. He didn't need anything. (laughs) He just wanted to creep you out. Just wanted to be creep. Uh, So that's pretty good. We love children on this show. We love Survivor. We love the Traders. We love Alan Cumming. We love Blue Sky, which is open to the public now, Thomas. What's your Blue Sky? You can follow me at tomnottom.bsky.social. Uh, the show's on Blue Sky now, too, at onlyfunsurvivorpod.bsky.social or on YouTube at the Only Fun Survivor Podcast. Thomas, what can people comment on the YouTube channel? Ha, 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 very funny smiley face. And that could go on this video or any other video that we post. Uh, Our last poll asked, could you win a Grammy? Oh, the Grammys were last week, remember? Uh, How do you... Oh, yeah, they were. How do you think our audience is... Do you think they're confident in themselves? I'm going to say yes wins out on this one. 60% said yes. 20% said no. And 20% said Franny May. (laughs) <laughs> I'm glad someone wrote it for Franny May. Uh, <laughs> okay, so what's uh, what's our next poll? We got to engage um, the people. This is finale I'm of China. Say better, um, better. I'm trying to think of the way to phrase this. Like, what are we trying to get at? 
I, I'm saying like PG-13 or P3, like better... Oh, better alliance? Better almost, like... Like, which, basically, like, which alliance that we missed out on was better, but I, I need a better way to phrase that. Which, which missed opportunity alliance would you have preferred? Yeah, PG-13 or P3. Yeah, P3 was Phaedra, Parvati, and Peter, yeah. Uh, okay, so... We have a few shows on Patreon.com at Patreon.com slash Just Podcasts. And I feel like we need to address the Patreon because I've, I've heard uh, multiple people say, oh, the Patreon's just a bit. We're just doing a bit. No, this is real. We really this want your money. This shit is real life. Uh, do you want to shout out any of the tiers we have for uh, the listeners to give us their money? Yeah, well, I did just watch uh, Mr. Monk's Last Case, so yes. Tony Show Lube. If you guys pay for that, I would love to talk about it, but I won't talk about it unless you pay for it. So Yes, Tony Show Lube was a show created just so we could talk about Mr. Monk's Last Case, um, and it was great. It's a great movie, but if you want to hear more about it, you can go to patreon.com slash justpodcasts. I mean, that's only $500,000 a month. That's worth it's it. Not, it's not that expensive. Do you want to have a uh, 99% off sale for Tony Show Lube where we do one episode <laughs> and just talk about Mr. Monk's last case? What is 1% of that? Well, if I'm doing my math right, $500. Yeah. For, yes. For $500, I will absolutely do a special Tony Show Lube. <laughs> Wait, that's not what I was trying to do. Okay. Uh, okay. This is okay. What I want is um, what I want is it to cost five dollars. <laughs> How do I do that math? No, I'm not doing that for five dollars. Get out okay, of here. Fifty dollars. Five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars. Well, we're slashing. We're slashing it by a hundred thousand times. <laughs> Only five hundred dollars now for Tony Shalhoub. That's reasonable. <laughs> We know you all have money, and we want some of some of it. Not yeah, even all of it. Give me some of that money. And it's not even like either one of us is getting all of that money. We're going to split it between the two of us, and a lot of it's going to Patreon. So we're each only going to get like twenty dollars. Yeah, and then when money. Uncle Sam takes his cut too, when Obama gets his cut, it's we're only going to get like four hundred thousand dollars, six hundred thousand dollars. I don't remember exactly what the quote was, but you all remember that that scene. From a good Everybody's season. favorite guy, Jeff Kent. Everyone's favorite former NL MVP. The NL's best boy, Jeff Kent. Uh, oh, did you want to thank the fans? I would love to thank the listeners. Thank you for listening. Did you want to thank the fans of Jeff Kent? Uh, no, I would not <laughs> like to thank the fans of Jeff Kent. Do you want to thank the fans of John Rocker? Uh, no, get <laughs> fucked. Do you want to tell people what they could write on the Apple Review podcast website uh this is my favorite podcast i like it better than all the other podcasts i give it a big thumbs up all right well uh next week we are doing the finale of survivor china then the week after that we're doing our survivor season 46 predictions this was a quick uh off season it feels like yeah it really flew by maybe just because we're watching um a good season finally Yeah, we're not looking forward to anything except for the finale of Survivor China. All right, well, until next week when we watch this grand finale. Oh, wait, we need to get your predictions for the grand finale because you don't know what happens, do you? 
How do you predict it uh, all shakes out? Who's taking okay, so fourth through first? So fourth through first, I'm going to say... Or fifth through first. Who's, how many people are left? So it's Courtney, Todd... Uh, Denise. Denise and Amanda. That's it, right? Yes. And this is a final, is this a final three or a final two? This is a final three. Okay, I'm going to say... I'm going to say Denise is fourth. Okay. I'm going to say... Courtney third. Okay. Todd second. And then the jury says, Amanda, please. Amanda, please win. Uh, okay. I obviously will not tell you what happens, but I have my own predictions because I've seen this show before, and it's great. I'll say, um, notoriously has one of the best Final Travel Council performances, and... One of the worst Tribal Council's performances, final Tribal Council performances of all time. So, interesting. I'm not going to tell you who does what, but uh, it's pretty good. I'll say that. All right, so we'll do that next week. Uh, we'll do another Quote Squiz. We'll talk more traders. Uh, and until then, have a great summer. Deuces. We were driving to O'Hare International Airport the other day, and you know Brian Erlacher is like a spokesperson for these hair plugs, right? Or yeah. like some hair surgery, I don't know. I don't know how widespread this ad campaign is, but we get Brian Erlacher billboards all the time that say, I'm Brian Erlacher and I have hair now, thanks to yeah. hairsupplies.com. I don't have and to look tough as a linebacker and be a cool Stone Cold Steve Austin bald guy. Now I got yeah. hair. Now I have hair. Don't I'm ask like, me about my political ball. opinions. <laughs> so there was a billboard just outside O'Hare International Airport. And I remind you, O'Hare is spelled. Do you know how O'Hare is spelled? It's O apostrophe H-A-R-E. Yeah. Because it is run by rabbits. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah, which is why it's such a shit-ass airport. Because it's run <laughs> by rabbits. It's Fuck that place. Fair. Uh, okay, so you, say you're Brian Erlecker for hairsupplies.com, and you have the opportunity to make a pun-based O'Hare airport billboard just outside the premises. Where do, what do you go with? I mean, definitely O apostrophe H-A-I-R. I mean, that's a no-brainer. And then, is that it? Just O'Hare? No, nothing else? I guess, like, O'Hare Hairport? Ding, ding, ding. That's exactly what they wrote. O'Hare Hairport. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just love that they doubled down on it. Yeah, that's they really didn't need to do all that, but I appreciate that they did. Because like they they looked at it, it said O'Hare Airport, like O'Hare the standard spelling, and they said, 
you know, there's an opportunity here, and people are going to say, why didn't you do this if we don't do this? They did the James Cameron Aliens pitch, where it was like O'Hare Airport, and they just drew an H on the airport, and everyone stood up and clapped. It's such a good idea. Thank you, Brian Erlecker. A lot of people don't know he actually is behind that campaign. (laughs) Yeah. He's really dedicated himself to marketing and advertising ever since he retired. Smarten up, probes.